for a change in your life, then welcome to Unfuck Your Life with trailblazing, sassy, and crazy redhead, Lisa Grunden. She cusses. She says the truth. She won't blow hot air up your skirts, ladies. Be ready to create a kick-ass life. And now, here is Unfuck Your Life with your hostess, Lisa Grunden. Hi, everybody. It's Lisa. And here we are yet again, another episode of Unfuck Your Life. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much for attending. Thank you for subscribing. If you haven't subscribed yet, please click the button. I really appreciate it. Thank you for being here. And today is a juicy topic that goes on the theme of podcasts that we've got going on right now, and it's hacking your brain for your true desires. Doesn't that sound kind of juicy, a little sassy? What do you really want? And I wanted to start off with a poem by Marianne Williamson. I absolutely love this poem. It is my go-to feature go to reference point all the time for if I'm having any moments of self-doubt or just to really get more clarity, to really get more certainty and really keep going. And I love this, Our Deepest Fear. Let me read this to you now. This poem is by Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us. It's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. I just so love the energy, the vibrancy, the way she articulated the language, the words, how it flows. Did you feel that? Go ahead and and look out there on the internet, find that poem and cut it out and paste it up on your bathroom mirror or anywhere else because it is just a fabulous poem. And why is it so fabulous? Because it's true. It's so real. And so how do you know? How can you tell what your true desires are? Because you know what? There's 
all of those people that are out there and all the success coaches and all the weight loss coaches and all of the business experts and all the entrepreneurial experts and all of the all of the coaches for athletic performance and everything and what is it for you and it all comes back to Simon Sinek gave this really great lecture this one time on what is your why and finding out what is your why. And too often our why is it's been influenced. It's been conditioned. It's what we've heard from others that we, what we were supposed to do. I really wanted one time in my life, I really wanted to have a bunch of friends and I really wanted to them to be into, into fitness and not really into fitness. That's what I thought. And so I hooked up with these people that were these triathlon people where you run and you swim and you bike. And that's what I thought that I wanted. And the truth of the matter is I like to hike. I like to hike mountains. I like to hike in the woods. I like to hike on flat surfaces. I like to hike all around. And that's what I like. However, there were all these people in my field at that point in time. And what they wanted to do is they all wanted to train for a triathlon. You know what? Out of all the people that I joined that group with, I was the only one that fucking finished out of my friends that joined up. The rest of them all fell by the wayside for one reason or another. And yeah, it felt really great to get that medal. However, you know what? It did not compare to hiking in the Rockies. It did not compare to standing beside a brook when a stream of water right there when I was in Bratislava picking a rock as a memory that I had from that place. Hiking is my passion. Walking. What is the thing that I want more than anything else is a fabulous pair of walking shoes, a great pair of hiking shoes. Yes, I have my flu flu vogs that look really hot in them. Walking is my passion. It's that why. It's what is it that you want and why do you want it? And if there's anything in there that your mom wants you to do it or all of your friends are doing it, all that kind of stuff. Yes, absolutely. Sometimes you join in and all of that. And that's not, that doesn't mean that you're being fake. It doesn't mean you're artificial. However, what really drives us and what really fulfills us is also doing what we want is yes, I've had a great time doing that triathlon. I didn't think I could swim, run, all that kind of stuff. And I ran every mile of that race as opposed to walking some of it. I didn't give myself, I had given myself permission to walk some. The biking, that was the easier part for me. I do like to bike. I really love to hike. I like that. And so what it is, it's not the how. In this why, it's not the how something gets done. Yes, you practice. Yes, you train. Yes, you. if you want to become a computer programmer, you go to school, you learn different programming languages, you learn the fundamentals. If you want to become a doctor, you want to become a nurse, you want to be a salesperson, there's always training of some kind that's involved. So absolutely, you go through that and you do that. It's the magic of intention. So when you're alone and when you're daydreaming, when you're imagining, when you are making believe, what is your superpower? What is it that you're doing it? What is it you're doing? And getting in touch with that intention 
And if somebody says that it sounds fucked up or weird or you never can do it or anything like that, well, that's the sauce that you know that you're on the right track. Remember, this is your intention. This is your why. This is your desire, not someone else's. And we're trained so much. I became a computer programmer because it was the best job I could do with the credits that I already had. And I just needed a little bit more schooling to put me over the top. And it was a great job. And I loved the job. However, it wasn't my passion. You know what? I really love working with people. I really like transforming people's lives. That is the juice that, that, gets me out of bed in the morning, that makes me want to improve, that makes me want to live, that makes me want to get out there because there's so much shit out there about what you should be doing and there are no shoulds in your real passion in your real beliefs. And I don't care how geeky you sound, how boring you think it might be to other people. When I see people geek out on their passion, that's that juice, that's that excitement. And when it goes from being that thought down to the gut, that source of I am, I am back up to your heart, up to your throat, out your voice and shining from your eyes. That is your true desire and your intention is your access to the magic and to the miracles. It is. Remember what I've said about magic before? That you are the magic. You bring the magic. You be the magic. And it's you with the belief system, the I am-ness of it. It goes back to that ultimate principle that you have clarity, that you have certainty, that you've activated it, that you're letting go. And while you're doing this, you are talking oh so nicely to yourself. Because it can be pretty tough. As our own, as in the poem from Marianne Williamson, is as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give permission to others to let their light shine too. And what? Not everybody is in that mindset. Not everybody is. If I can see that Susie's really succeeding, I can succeed in what I want to do too. Lots of times they'll see it as a competition. They'll see it as a comparison. And many people want to chop that tall poppy down. If you're shining and you're out there, there's the haters. Come on now, we've all heard it. We hear some very famous, rich people who are trolled in social media that some of them have suffered post-traumatic stress from it, that it has affected their mental health. It doesn't matter who you are. Those people are out there and you don't need to pay attention to it. You really don't. Not my circus, not my monkeys, not my monkeys, not my monkeys. That's not for you. And that can be tough because I know I've dealt with a lot of that too. There's a lot of people that, oh, she doesn't think this and she thinks that. And just people say a lot of shit. And you know what? A lot of them I didn't give the time to to correct their miss, their ideas about me that weren't right, their misinformation. I have a bunker, bumper sticker on my car that says, behaved women rarely make history. 
And a very dear friend looked at that and he said, oh, you want to make history. That's not my intention. If that happens, hey, that's fabulous. My intention is I never, ever wanted to be considered well-behaved ever again. And what I mean by that is I didn't want to be the little girl in the corner that you would just, that people would just pat her head and say, oh, she's so nice. And so she's so sweet. And so she's biddable and she just does whatever you tell her to do because I did live that way. There were a lot of circumstances in my life that led to that. And I was a people pleaser. That was the, the paradigm that I was running at the expense of myself as opposed to at the graciousness of myself. And this is where you look at with your true intentions is what does it really feel like? Is it something you should be doing? Is it something you choose to do? Is it something you dream about? Is it a little juicy? Is it a little sexy? I have a friend who grew up a very strict Mormon, very strict Mormon. And I can remember when she was very excited in some orgasm classes that had everything to do with the activation of the pussy, the activation of the clit, and getting an orgasm that was only about feminine pleasure. Now, there was nobody in her family that she could talk to about this because, are you kidding? She came from a very strict Mormon family, and that just wasn't so. Hell, I grew up in a very strict Catholic family, not something that you would talk about. And it was her desire, and she wanted it more than she could breathe. And she followed. There was no stopping her. When she found that class, there was no stopping her because she was full blown with her passion, and I could see it. And I said, you know what? Go for it absolutely freaking go for it. And that's what it's like. That's how now we don't always just recognize that our why we're not always able to see it. It takes that practice. Again, is it a should? Is it a choose? And it's really getting clear. It's not the hows of it. It's the what? It's the why. Why do you want this? I wanted to run a triathlon because all my friends were doing it. That was really the only reason I like to hike. What did I ask for Christmas? I asked for a gift certificate to apply towards a pair of hiking boots that I wanted this really awesome, expensive pair. At that time, I couldn't afford. And that's what I wanted. I grew up my whole life walking. I grew up my whole life hiking. That is, that is, ah. Oh. And even on Saturdays, when we go explore places, it's all about the steps. I got my Fitbit on every day. It's all about how far did I move? How much? I love that passion of moving. I love the passion of working with people. What are you passionate about? What is a secret that maybe nobody knows about you that's been too crazy, that there's a lot of naysayers, there's a lot of haters, there's a lot of people that say you can't have it. It's a crock of shit. It's a crock of shit. It's a crock of shoulds. And it's all about your intention. And your intention is really drilling in on what you want, really dialing deep and finding out, do you want to swim with sharks? Do you want to read? To little kids, do you want to be the story, the story lady? Do you want to teach adults to read? Do you like to serve in a food kitchen? Do you create art? 
Would you like your stuff to be in a magazine? Would you like to have a show? Would you like to create art? We are all artists. We are all creative. I don't care if anybody told you you couldn't straight draw a straight line. Guess what? Art doesn't have a single fucking thing to do with drawing a goddamn straight line. It doesn't. And there are so many different kinds of art out there. Who are we to say which one is the best? It's what you are most attracted to. So start paying attention when you're brand new to this. Hacking your brain for your true desires is what lights you up. Something that you've read, a story, did something happen in a book? Is there movies that you're drawn to? Is this something that the character did that, oh, that might be a lot of fun. I'd like to try that. And you know what? So what if you're on some of those paths and it turns out, you know what? It's not really what you really want to do. I didn't really want to run a triathlon. However, I did and I had fun and I enjoyed it. It didn't was not at all to my excrement and it also pushed me to my passion of hiking. So I started hiking mountains. You might have your own talk show. Do you never ever want to be considered to be well-behaved again? That is why I love that quote. Do you want not only permission because you give yourself permission to live your intention, to Have that magic of your true desire, the magic of your intentions, manifest your true desire to take those actions, to have that clarity and that certainty and you drill in and you write about it. You just write, just allow yourself to write. What if in the journal you wrote for 10 minutes and you said, my heart's desire is If I was doing, if money wasn't an issue, doing whatever I wanted and just write, don't read it right away and just write and just write and just write. And at the end of the week, when you've got a week's worth of the writing, whether you wrote for 10 minutes, you wrote for 15 minutes, you wrote for half an hour, I usually write for about half an hour as a magic for me. See if there's a central theme in there. Are there foods that you've always wanted to try that you've never tried before? I got a radish at the farmer's market because I've been having so much fun with fruits and vegetables. I didn't really eat a lot of fruits before. It's something new into my diet. I always ate a lot of vegetables, whether I wanted them or not, and I drowned them in salad dressing, and I hardly ever use salad dressing anymore. And there were these radishes, and they looked ugly, but I had never seen them before. And then yesterday, I cut the radish open, and it was bright pink on the inside and there were these little seeds and I was just like wow this is just like the coolest color to have this color of fuchsia can you imagine this color of fuchsia inside and ah and I mixed that with some chopped raw carrots fresh carrots and I mixed that with some peppers and threw in a little hummus and I'm like Oh my God, so amazing. I just love how that goes. Are you really a foodie and you didn't know it? I am a cook. I had no idea. I love to shop vegetables and I continued to follow my passion regardless of what anyone else says or thinks about it. And embrace, embrace, embrace your own magnificent magnificence and be objective about it. Don't be, excuse me, try not to be, which try is a really sucky word that if you listen to my podcast, that's a word you throw out of your vocabulary if you read any of my articles. It is, a lot of us were taught to be very humble. 
to have humility, false humility, to poo-poo any time anybody complimented you, congratulated you. And I see so many beautiful souls do this. And I get it because that was my programming too. That was that conditioning. And they wanted us so badly not to be conceited. They taught us to be falsely falsely, meaning you didn't really believe it, but that's what you had to say. And because you'd heard it so many times, that's what you were supposed to do. The supposed to's are a lot like the well-behaved. It's just a crock of shit. It's just a crock of shits. And then there's the other side where we're overly boastful, we're over the top and all that. And you know what? We're all going to be on that pendulum back and forth while you're figuring it out, while we figure it out. All of us have been over the top in one way or another and falsely humble in others. And that's okay. That's all about finding out where your sweet spot is, where your ability to receive that give and receive is that yin and the yang, and that is that flow. That flow, that's the law of attraction. It's the flow that's the hack to every single mindset success technique that there is out there. And it's that ability to receive and to say thank you. And it can feel really tough and it can be very hard to do that at first if you're not used to doing it. And sometimes if we're over the top, it can feel like, of course. And it's that place in between. So have so much love and compassion for yourself while you're figuring it out, while you're really harnessing in on your true desires. Because your true desire is not just for a better body. Your true desire isn't just for a kick-ass relationship. Your true desire, a true desire that lays underneath that is to just really feel okay, to be comfortable in your own skin, to have the ability to say yes to your dreams, to receive the benefit of a positive no. All of that. So embrace your magnificence, build up your ability to receive and keep playing with it. Imagine, use that extraordinary sense that you are, invoke the little girl, the little boy inside of you, the little other inside of you, the little they, and what is it if no one else was paying attention? What would you be doing if money weren't an object, if time nothing stood in your way, what would it be? And that's how you get in to your true desires. And do you taste some of the stuff that you don't want? You know what? I didn't really like that. It wasn't kind of quite as great as I thought. Anybody ever tried pate? Anybody? I remember the first time that I had, what were the caviar? That's what it was. And I'm like, why the hell do people think that this is such a fabulous thing? Or Perrier, the bubbled water. I was just like, ugh, give me still flat water anytime. That's what I like. And that's okay because you know what? Everybody gets to have, we don't all have the same thing. You believe you can, you do. I can do it and I did it. I can do it and I did it. That is getting in touch with that true desire, that core desire, that 
fundamental thing, that why and all the crazy weird reasons, if those come up and a little wacky and a little strange, we are on the right track. Who are you not to be fabulous? Because you are fucking gorgeous. Write that down, put it on a mirror, put it on your steering wheel, put it everywhere. I am fucking gorgeous. I'm amazing. And I'm on the path to figuring out what my true desires are. And I'm clear about them. I'm certainty about it. Doing my activations. Let go of the shit. I take appropriate action. And ooh, baby, look what happened. That is the magic, the magnificence, the brilliance, the miracle of you. Thank you for listening. I so much enjoy the fact that you guys are out here. It just, oh, I love it. Thank you so much. If you haven't done so already, subscribe. I'm Lisa and you beautiful, bodacious, magnificent, funkalicious babes. Have a goddamn fucking fabulous week. So till next week, see you soon. Bye-bye. that confidence unfuck your life podcast is to help you grow your current self-worth to maximum confidence so listen subscribe share and get ready to have a kick-ass life interested in learning more about lisa go to lisagrunden.com l-i-s-a-g-r-u-n-d-e-n.com